This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Hi there, welcome to The Saturday Quiz. My name is John Leary and on this podcast I ask the questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and each week a different pair of guests try to come up with the correct answers. Last time today's guests were on the podcast, the fourth season of their TV show had just finished on the ABC and, funnily enough, their fifth and final season has just started airing a week ago. That show is Rosehaven, and so that means that my guests are, of course, Celia Pacola and Luke McGregor. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, having us on while the show's still on telly instead of <laughs> yeah, right at the end. pointless plug afterwards. I mean, we've, we've had such a rough time with this season in that but, we, we went on air at the same time as the Olympics. I don't know if you've heard of the Olympics, but quite popular, <laughs> turns out. Yeah. It's tough to compete with a live sporting event. And is it bad that I don't care how many people watch it? Like, I'm really proud of it. I think people, at this point, because it's season five, people who want to watch it will watch it, but it's not yeah. our business now. Like, we've done it. It's in the world. Well, yeah, and, and this is the final season, so it's not like, you know, you're hanging on all those people to, to watch it to get yourself another season. No. Nah. Screw them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, we worked really hard. I really hope people like it, but if they don't, this is the be- This is all we could do. This is the best we could do. Luke, help <laughs> no me need, out. I feel like I'm digging a hole here. No need to be doom and gloom, buddy. We had a good week this week. We did were, we? Um, yeah. Oh, we did were, you? We were, we, were, we were number one on iView. Why um, except for Bluey? Bluey uh, except for, everything. Except for, yeah, oh, non, yeah non, but there's Bluey's seven minutes, so, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, non-kids, we're, not, we're, we're numero uno. Do you know what's been the funnest thing this season? So we've, at this point, had three episodes go out and we've accidentally, John Leary, made a family show. Not on purpose, but just because we're so immature. There's no adult <laughs> themes. There's no real swearing or anything. So my sister has three children under seven and just her going, well, their favourite thing from this week's episode was the line, is your name butthole? So thanks for that. I'm hearing that. <laughs> and last night it was, what's dick and balls? And I'm like, well, oh. you're welcome. <laughs> To be having these these I mean, conversations. They'd, Excellent. They'd, they'd, yeah. they'd, they'd have them, wouldn't they? They'd, they'd, they'd would have seen One of them, them does. Yeah. One of them does. They, yeah. So we've actually. That's they know really about. Enjoying yeah. How yeah. Stupid. Dicks oh, also, and balls. do you want breaking news that happened today? So in last oh. night's episode, um, there's a fun run, and my character Emma goes, "All right, we'll do it as long as if we can make the root a dick and balls shape." Right? Oh, yeah. And then today on Twitter, someone did it. They saw it last night and they went on a 5K run in Canberra that is a dick and ball shape. And it's brilliant. It has, it has made a really, a really good one, too. It's like really a really, great. like, they didn't, it wasn't, really. like, you instantly recognize what it was. Absolutely. It was no, and good yeah. pace, too. It's like six minute Ks. Yeah. It was a good run. <laughs> and then someone else has jumped on board and went, Did you see that time I did the mega wang? They did one that was like 10K that looks like a wang. Basically, I, I oh. just, I'm just so. It's made wow. me so happy in this time that that people are taking that on board and, and um, doing something so stupid. I'm also on time. last night's episode, you had some trivia. You had some quiz. Oh, we oh, did yeah. too. Poly, yeah. What is polydactylism? What is polydactyl? Yeah, what does polydactyl mean? And do you remember the answer to what is poly, polydactylism? I do, um, yeah. More than one 
appendage or lymph? Yeah, or, I actually uh, I guessed it as well. Did it, you know it? it? Yeah. Oh, you guessed it. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice work. Yeah. Well, let's see if you can guess these questions right after this. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is the Saturday Quiz. My guests today are Celia Pacola and Luke McGregor. Let's start with question number one. Question number one. When two people meet, each one is changed by the other, so you've got two new people, is a quote from The Winter of Our Discontent by which American author? Oh, come on. I just remembered that we're terrible at this. I know. It's a big, um. a big convoluted question. It's a quote from a novel called The Winter of Our Discontent. And you've got to tell me who I just wrote know that it. as a quote from um, Yeah, what's it a quote the from? The movie with Winona R- Ryder. <laughs> when they sing when they sing my Sharona in the thing. <sighs> Don't they? That's how they answer the phone. They go, "Hello, this is a winter of discontent." Oh, is, is that reality bites? Reality bites, bites yeah. Oh, it, it is a quote from something a bit more famous than reality, bo- uh, reality now bites. Reality bites. I don't know, it sounds English to me. Um, it is English. But it's an American Oh, well, no, but the title, The Winter of Our Discontent, mm-hmm. is a quote from something else. Oh. Oh, my God, that's so Do you crazy. know what that's from? To Kill a Mockingbird. That's all I got. No. <laughs> Luke? I got nothing. I'm, um, it's one of those, it sounds like a piece of art like Citizen Kane that everyone should read or watch, and I haven't done that. Um <laughs> No, no, but I just American. When I think American authors, but still, when I just think authors, Hunter S. Thompson. That's only no, I'm yeah, currently reading. no, not him either. <laughs> no, um, idea. I'll give you another clue. Yeah. First of all, I'll answer that the winter of, of our discontent is a quote Shakespeare? from Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. So William Shakespeare wrote Richard the Third, mm-hmm. which starts with "Now is the winter of our discontent," and so this author he he's made a habit of taking his titles from other pieces of work and using them as the titles of his novels. So his other, some of his other novels are of Mice and Men. Oh, we studied Mice and Men. I know that. I don't remember. Grapes of Wrath. God dang, I don't, I can't, I don't know. I'm trying to picture the book. It's going to be one of those things and you'll say it and I'll go, well, yeah. yeah." It's J.S. are his initials. No. Um, oh, um, and his first name is my name. John. Johnny. Johnny. Gee, I mean, that's I a know. lot of clues. No, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that's know. a lot of clues. I John. I don't know. That didn't help. Savile Soil. that? I don't know. His name. His name is John Steinbeck. Oh, see, exactly. You say that, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. You heard it, yeah. yeah. You heard of him. We genu- I genuinely studied of mice and men. What's the grapes Horrifying. of wrath about? What's um, what uh, are, what the, are they, are they, Does it involve fruit? <laughs> All I know from that is the reference in The Simpsons when it's here. It's the, when they're making dioramas. 
here's the oh, grapes yeah? and here's the wrath. And he hits a bunch of grapes <laughs> with a hammer. So is that what the book's about? I, I don't think the book's about that. I must admit I haven't read The Grapes of Wrath. But the title comes from the Julia Ward Howe Battle Hymn of the Republic, oh. which is a song that you would know, which was uh, like a call to arms for the abolitionist movement. And you would know the song. You might not know that that's what it was called. Mm. And you probably don't know the words. But the words are, Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the ah. Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. Oh. He hath loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Well, I mean, Luke will yeah. remember that in a year. I probably won't. <laughs> Memorised, <laughs> singing that down the street. And he got he got the title of of mice and men from a poem by Robert Burns. Oh, don't try and yeah. sound smart just because you googled just before you got on the quiz. <laughs> no, no, exactly. That's the point of this podcast is to make me sound smart because I googled. Just sitting there with your iPad off off, off camera. <laughs> <laughs> And another fact that I remember from my childhood. Yeah. Yeah, so I see right through you, pal. <laughs> no, I do. I do remember the, the poem because I, di- I did uh, study likewise, like you, Seals. Mm. I studied Of Mice and Men at high school. And I always remember it because it's the best laid plans of oh, mice, mice and men. Yeah. Gang aft a glay is the next line. Oh. Which makes no sense. Don't go to plan is pretty much the Yeah, the it's idea. pretty much what, what it is, yeah. But it just wants uh, to sound fancy. All right. So it's a big swing and a miss on uh, yeah. question number one. <laughs> We've got a lot on. Mentally drained, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit on. It's busy, anyway. busy. All right. Yep. All right. Question number two. Name the Australian actors... Who play please Kate Winslet? Please be us. Oh, dang. Yep. <laughs> who play yeah. Kate Winslet's character's daughter and <gasps> love interest in I know. Mayor of East gotcha. Town? Oh. And Gary Rice and Guy Pearce. Very good. I'm always saying her There's name all- wrong. And oh. Gar- am I pronouncing it right? No, you, you are pronouncing Gary. it right. And I checked. I thought maybe you were on the episode of Have You Been Paying Attention that she was. No, I but guessed. I've met her. She's been to one of my stand-up shows. Oh. She's delightful oh. and she's really into books as well. She's on Instagram, always talks. I think she might run like some oh, wow. kind of book club. But no, I wasn't on that episode. But she was she amazing. She might have got the first question right, do you think? Which one? Oh, if yeah. she's really into Absolutely books. Absolutely, she would have, yeah. I should have had her as my photo friend. That would have really helped us out. <laughs> uh, there is a bonus question with this question. Yep. Or a bonus point, I should say, uh, for naming the US state in which the HBO series is set. Oh, I know this because it's a really weird accent. Yeah. It's got this word, word kind of a... Um, no, they say no. 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 I want to say Maine? No? It's not Maine. Um, Luke, have you seen it? No. Oh, it's really you good. You didn't watch Mayor of Easttown? Uh, no, no. I wasn't... I wasn't uh, oh, um, oh, Easttown. No, no idea. No yeah, <laughs> Easttown's the, the Where is city East, or the, the town. Uh, but what state... Cincinnati? What state is East Town in? Is no. Uh, I no. don't remember. I don't remember. It is Pennsylvania. Oh, oh yeah. No. I think that's the coolest name state. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. It sounds like there's vampires there. It's very close to Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's got a it's just a cool name. Huh? And pencils. I like stationery and vampires. I I'm and, gonna move there. And Vania. Vania sounds cool, I don't know why though. 
No, it doesn't. I don't want to be vainier. That's gross. <laughs> no, that's like vainier. I'm thinking like vainier, like mania. Um, oh. But, but vainier would, yeah, that would be weird. I, I guess if you're lifting weights, you want to be vainier because that means you've got less body fat, right? Gross. Because you can see your bones. I guess so. I guess that's... Look, this is what yeah. you get, Johnny Lever. When you get Luke and Celia, this is what happens. Discussion Brilliant. about This is, this vein, is what I want. What, yeah. So what about Guy Pearce? Is he, has he been to any of your stand-up shows? No, but what I about served yours? him when I was waitressing. Oh. Really? Yeah, I used to work at a restaurant, a fancy restaurant on the beach, and I served lots of famous people. He probably doesn't remember me. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But yeah, well done. Yes, on the board. All right, question number three: Who is the federal member for Warringah? I don't know. It could be no any. You know, idea. Would, would the member for Warringah please shut the f up, Luke? Do you know who used to be the federal member for Warringah? It no. sounds very familiar. It's probably one of the big ones. It's yeah, not... it was one of the big ones. Uh, was one of the big ones. Mark Latham? No. Uh, it, was, it was held by a Liberal Prime Minister. Oh. Tony Abbott. Tony Abbott ah. is, is the for, formal uh, member for Warringah. Oh, so now... And do you remember who uh, he lost to? Are they still in Parliament? They are, yeah. Okay, so this is a, this is a, they're still in power right now. Well, yeah, except they are an independent. Oh, right. This person. Oh, um, Corey Bernardi? No, not Corey. Oh. ZS are Z-S. her initials. Zay Stegel. Zali. Zali Stegel yeah. is correct. Luke, yeah. I knew a political thing. Nice work, And as I was saying it, I'm like, please not be <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Zali well Stegel, done, yeah. You. Do you know where Warringah is? New South Wales. Somewhere? Yeah, it's the northern beaches of Sydney. Ah, okay. All right, question number four. Which American singer-songwriter donated $1 million that helped fund the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine? Ooh. American singer. American singer-songwriter, yeah. Did Beyonce do it? Since I've something It's not do. Beyonce. Um, is it a man? It is not a man. Why. Oh, okay. It's not Keith Urban then. I don't know why I thought... <laughs> Lady Gaga. Well, he's not American either. Oh, right, of course. Uh, it's a good guess. Lady Gaga. Um, no, not the Gargs. Madonna. Uh, no, a little older. Little uh, Dolly Parton. Come Dolly Parton is the right answer. <laughs> yeah, she could have. She could have done Moderna by Madonna. Like that would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a missed branding opportunity. But Dolly did do. She had a little sing of vaccine, <gasps> vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. Well, that's really great. You know, love Dolly. Love Dolly. Even more now. Very well done. I feel like this is going way better than last time. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. I think last time you maybe didn't go quite so, <laughs> so well. We both cried. I think and, we did. Uh, left <laughs> halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> Storm out. Uh, all right. Question number five. Which artist holds the record for the highest selling price of an artwork? By an Australian woman. Um, I have. I don't know. I don't. So it's a visual artist. She's a painter. Uh, I don't um, know. Again, I'm about yeah. to say I don't, I don't have a huge list of Australian yeah, painters. I, I only own I only own one piece of art. Yes. And it's is this podcast just recorded or is it visual as well? <laughs> and this is all I own. That's it. Is that a a painting or a... It's a painting. And it's by Patrick... 
I can't read his last name because because the, the stamp of authenticity is covering it. <laughs> <laughs> but Patrick has yeah. uh, painted your your one and only artwork. So unless How much a, did you pay for it? I think it was one hundred and twenty five dollars. Um, <laughs> it's significantly less than than the highest. Um, well, what are we talking like 130, 140? <laughs> <laughs> this sold for $2.1 million yeah, in right. um, 2017. See, he could have done that. Patrick could have sold his art for $2 million. And, you know, maybe instead of selling a bunch of these, he would have sold one. He'd be fine. Yeah. That's a much better business model. You should call him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, resell I, mine I, for two. Yeah, this, this one is really tricky. She is an indigenous artist. I don't know. I genuinely can't think right now of any. Yeah, no. I, painters, I, so narrowing it down is it going? Yeah, I'm really her, sorry. Yeah, her initials, which won't won't help at all because they 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 don't really give you a clue. Uh, e K K are her initials. Elaine. Not e- Elaine. Her. Yeah. Give it another go. E- another E. If you if you guess Evelyn. her first name, no. Yeah. It's Emily. Emily. Yeah, her name is Emily Kama Angware, and that last name is spelt K N G W A R R E Y E. Angware. I wonder how much pressure um, selling a piece of art for that much puts on your next piece. <laughs> it's just like, oh man, that, that last one really sold big. I gotta, how do I kick it up a notch this time? Like, what do you, uh, what do you do? Yeah. It is a massive painting. It's called, the work is called Earth's Creation One. And she painted it in uh, 1994, which was only two years before her death. And she she didn't start painting on canvas until she was in her 80s. Wow. How about that? But yes, it already held the, the record for any work of art by any Australian female. She held that record when it sold in 2007, for a little bit over a million dollars. And then it broke its own record by selling for 2.1 million 10 years later in 2017. Who bought it? Who bought it? Where is it? Yeah. It's, no, we don't know. You know where, where it is? It's probably somewhere in the federal seat of Warringah, ah, somewhere on the yeah. North Shore. Can you imagine having a, something on your wall that is a house that you that could be <laughs> yeah a couple of two houses, houses you know yeah. Yeah. Like, that could be a couple of houses like that blows yeah. my mind it is that's crazy isn't it yeah do you know what the which male has the highest auction sale which uh, Australian artist Kendone not Kendone are you sure it's not Kendone <laughs> <laughs> it's not Kendone no idea sorry um, Olsen I don't know if he's Australian that's the only other he the Olsen is is Australian, yes. but that's that's not the right answer. Dang it! Well, it's Brett still. Whiteley. Oh right, yeah. So one of one of his paintings, uh, Henri's armchair, broke the Australian auction record last year, selling for six point one three six million. Whoa, that's a lot of money, huh? Yeah, oh, it's not that yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> that's a few houses. Several houses. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> we're going to take another break. We'll be back in a bit. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to The Saturday Quiz. Celia Pacola and Luke McGregor are my guests. They're up to question number six. You ready? Mm-hmm. A 1990 Australian black comedy romance starring Sam Neill and Zoe Carides was Death in... Brunswick. Where? Yes. Death in Brunswick. Hey, there's so many, like, movie and arty questions this time. This is great. That's <laughs> good. have you seen it? I've got the book. No, I'm, um, I'm hanging out for some Marvel Yeah, it's a very young Sam Neill, and there's a terrible scene. He works in a pizza shop or something. I don't know. Yeah, he works as a chef in a in a. Well, it's actually like a nightclub. He's the uh, or a pub that he's the the chef at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you know who wrote the book? You've got the book. Yeah. No, I don't. John Ruan, I think. Oh no, that he directed it. Sorry, it's written by him. The film is written by him, and Boyd Oxlade wrote the book. All right, question number seven. Who is credited with inventing champagne? Ooh. Oh, what a, what a, um, what a legacy. Um, I'm going to say it's a French person. You're spot on. It is a French person. I only know. Now, French it's a French person. No idea. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but does a champagne, is part of their name champagne? No, no. But their name. The area of champagne, yeah. Yeah, the area is Champagne. Oh, right. But their name is associated with a particularly fancy Champagne. Ooh. So there's there's a, a bottle here. of Champagne that is named... Passion Pop. Uh, <laughs> fancier. Go fancier. Fancier, okay. Oh, how exciting. Um, what is there? Verve Clicquot. Oh, no, not Verve Clicquot, um, which is... Which I only learnt means the widow Clicquot. Yeah, right. Oh, does it? Um, oh. Yeah. So he's um, no, so there's a bottle Bollinger? of champagne named Bollinger. No. Oh, not Bollinger. That's a good um, guess, though. Um, Moe. No. Um, what's the one that I always pronounce wrong? Yeah, I'm, run, I'm running out of elite champagne. Sort of. I had <laughs> a, that a friend of mine who's know. very cool, fancy wedding. Uh, Jacob's fancy Creek. Person. <laughs> um, Jans. Jans. Um, had at her wedding instead of table numbers had bottle had different. Champagne. So oh. you're on the Bollinger table. And I'm trying oh. to think of Abfab as well. What are they drinking Abfab? Oh, a bit of... Um, oh, don't uh, they have sh- Bolly? Bolly. No. Shall we... Um, so DP are DP. his... Oh, Dom, oh, Dom Perignon. Dom Perignon is correct. Yay. Well done. Cool name. Cool. Yeah, Dom Pierre Perignon, I can't even say it, <laughs> was a French Benedictine monk. Oh, did he also make Frangelico? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think he did. Because you know the bottle, um, the Frangelico bottle is a monk. Oh right, yeah. 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 Uh, and they also make beer. The the Benedictines. What a what a what a hip um, happening monastery. Yeah. <laughs> Party every day. Yeah. Yes, he he made some important contributions to the production and quality of champagne in an era when the region's wines were predominantly still red. He didn't actually invent sparkling champagne since he died a good hundred years or so before that became the dominant style of champagne in the mid-19th century. Wow. 
Yeah, the whole thing of him being the responsible for uh, inventing champagne seems to have come from a, a marketing ploy, including there's a quote attributed to him. The quote is, come quickly, I'm tasting the stars, which is what he supposedly said after tasting the first sparkling champagne. Oh, but geez. that quote first appeared in a print advertisement in the late 19th century. <gasps> fake yeah. news. Very, very early fake news. How interesting. Yeah, fa- all fake news. Mm, yeah. And including the, the, his reputation that he was the first one to use corks, which apparently he wasn't. And he was supposedly able to name the precise vineyard by tasting a single grape. But they're, they're all completely fabricated. Right, if you're just going to rag on a dead guy, John, it's <laughs> <laughs> your, pod, your podcast, mate. Uh, so yes, rumor, like I did not invent corks. Yeah. Stop saying that. <laughs> Who's been going around saying I'm putting corks in bottles? It wasn't me. Love I it. hate corks. <laughs> I hate corks. Wouldn't have been me. Yeah. All right. Question number eight. Cardinia Park is home to which AFL club? Oh, this is a, this is a wrong. This is a wrong people ask. Yeah, I feel like I've heard it vaguely on the news when I don't turn it off in time. Uh, is it so AFL? Did you say? Yes. Okay. Park, Let's just start Essendon? going through them, Seals. Is it St Kilda? No, <laughs> it's not. No, it's At, it's none of the ones that that play out of the MCG. That's a, that's a Adelaide clue. Adelaide Crows. No, Sydney, not Adelaide Crows. Sydney Swans. Not the Swans. West Coast Eagles. No, you're still in Victoria. What? Is the... But they're West Coast Eagles. They're in the, we they're really in don't understand how this works. Um, oh, you mean oh, you mean none of the teams would ever play in the MCG? Yeah. Oh, I'm, the I team, mean, the team Cardinia Park is the home ground of this team, and it's in Victoria, but it's not yeah. one that whose home ground is the MCG. But neither is WA. They don't have. Yeah, but but they're not in Victoria. This team is in oh. Victoria. Oh, I'm, my apologies. Port that's Power. Right. Is my that po- one of them? No, that's Adelaide, <laughs> which is in South Australia. <laughs> yeah, uh, Melbourne, Just in case. Melbourne uh, Demons? No. Um, um, so get out of Melbourne. Okay. I'm running out of teams. Um, not far out of Melbourne. Geelong. Only about Geelong. Geelong. Yeah. Is that it? Yes. You nailed it. Nice work, Seals. <laughs> Someone knows sports. <laughs> you should. You should be a commentator. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Cardinia Park. Do you know? I, I don't want to ask this, but I will. Do you know what it's known as? The stadium. Denny's. Who, who's sponsored it? Um, it's the GMHBA Stadium oh. currently. GMHBA, what's that? Yeah. The Geelong Medical and Hospital Benefits Association. Oh, catchy. <laughs> yeah, that's why they that's went with uh, GMHBA. Uh, but it used to be called Skilled Stadium and mm-hmm. Shell Stadium. And for a brief moment, it was called the Baytech Stadium. And it gets called the Cattery by Geelong fans. Oh, of course. Uh, so it's, yeah, the home ground of Geelong Football Club and also the home ground of the A-League Football Club, Western United FC. Hmm. All right, question number nine. Which Queensland coastal town's name is sometimes written as a numeral? Um. Now, this is another very tricky one. I've got to say, I've got to be honest. Gimpy. <laughs> I don't really know a lot of places in Queensland. No. Surface Paradise. No, it's a t- it's a tiny town. The 2016 oh. census 
right. said that it had 69 residents. So nice. it's sometimes called 69. Nice. So, it, no, yeah. it's not. You could have one engagement party there and, and like, invite and like everyone. Pe- people, I, if I was that town, like begging no one else to come in and no one else to leave. Cause like, this is, if you want to you, you leave, you've got to get someone to replace you because <laughs> you realise how, how cool it is that we're 69? Uh, no, called, but that's not, not what the town is called. So the, the town's name is a number. Right. And it's sometimes written that way. Oh, 40. 83, 21. Oh, is it, how, many, how, many, how many digits? How many, uh, how many, it how many? is four, four digits long. Okay. But it's two words. 2,000. No. 3,000. 4,000. No. no, it's pretty good. 100. Just tell I us, I mean, this John. is impossible. Just we can't, we can't get this one. Yep. Okay, I'll Just tell you. Tell us it, so you can spill all your facts that you it, know. Well, I'll tell you why it's, no, why it's called what, it, what it's called. The town is named for the dubious honour of being the second place... That Cook, that James Cook, landed on the Australian mainland. So it's named after Number the two. year oh. that he landed there, that he set foot there. Right. Do you know when Cook arrived? I do. In Australia? No, I wasn't even born. So <laughs> how am I supposed to know that? I do, but it's eighteen. Something. No, it's before 17 then. 17 something. Yeah. <laughs> 17, and, 17 plus. <laughs> it is, and the town's name is 1770. Well, there you go. There you go. So sometimes it's written as the words 1770. Should have been a yeah. Price is Right style question. Yeah. You'd hope that it... <laughs> I should have you'd done that. that. You'd want that to be oh, their sh- postcode as well. Well, then, no, rude. they've really missed it, the opportunity with their postcode. Guess what their postcode is? Um, Like a town... Gimpy? Is it a town name? <laughs> No, it's it's another four digits. What it is, is four six seven seven. No, what are you doing? Really missed opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, we're up to question number ten. Woo! I've got to give my dog her seizure medication soon, so <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Okay, okay I'll I'll be quick then. <laughs> question number ten. Yeah. What, starting with A, is the term for a ballet pose? in which one leg is stretched horizontally behind and the body lowered forward from the hips. Aeroplane. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. No, as the semi-professional dancer, I'm going to guess, is it arabesque? It is. Oh, Very nice well done. Seals. Arabesque. Yeah. If you'd asked me what is an arabesque, I would say it's a dance move, but I didn't know what it, what it is. Ah. Like it's that because that's pretty much the only, apart from pirouette is the only ballet word. Yeah. I'm and plie. Remember. You know that and one. And plie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did yeah. you do ballet when you were a oh little God, one? I was so bad. At it. I did it for one year and I was terrible and I didn't pass the exam. <gasps> I have a real history in my childhood and oh. early adulthood of trying something once and being bad at it and being scarred and going, ne- I'm never doing never that again. Never again. Scorched earth, never again. Roller skating the same. Wow. Failed the first class, failed the first, you know, level one. Yeah. And never again. Never again. The what roller, about you, Luke? Failed the roller skating exam. I did. There's a roller skating exam. It's level one. And everyone got the certificate except me. Except you. But at they school. all had shoes from home. They all had, oh. I had to use the borrow ones. All oh, right. <laughs> Anyway, um, Luke. Luke, what about you? Did you do ballet? No, I I did dancing for a while, but not ballet. I did um, samba and ballroom and things like that. Um, Brilliant. Samba's a hard one. Like. When you were a kid or as an adult? Uh, like as a teenager, I had a crush on a girl who wanted oh. to do dancing. I'm like, I'll go with you. But um, brilliant. Ended up just being really close to her while she talked to me about other boys she had a crush on. It was quite <laughs> quite, a, quite a horrible time. <laughs> oh. That's brilliant. I did ballet. I did ballet for ten years. 
Did you? Yeah. Why did you stop? Believe it. Oh yeah. Pun. Why did you stop? Why did I stop? Because I got about as good as I was gonna get without you know really putting in the hours. And I didn't want to put in the hours. But it seems to be a lot of hours. It seems to be a yeah. It's commitment you know, it is more. a mass. It's a huge commitment, and mm. I didn't. I didn't. But you've maintained I, the physique. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I um. I still get around in tights at home. Yeah. You know. Obviously. You can. Well, you can tell just the way you walk. I'm just like that guy's graceful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we're going to take one more break. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Celia Pacola, Luke McGregor, well done. Thank you. And thanks for doing the quiz again. No problems. No problem. So what, what, what was our final score? Are we looking at like a six? Oh, I think that's, that's pretty generous. Four? <laughs> To say that you got a six. Three? I'm thrilled. Four, um, you got four, right? Four. Well, you you got... I mean, I can give you probably two points for getting Angari Rice and Guy Pearce. Just remember that if Seals... If this, Seals just said that if she doesn't do well at something, she scorched her. So she just she doesn't ever does it again. Yeah. So if you, you really you, need to... Up. Yes. Uh, Zali Stegel, that was yeah. your moment of triumph. Yeah. Getting a politics yeah. question. No, I don't need to know the score. I look. Friendship is the winner, you know, yeah. connection. Yeah. No, I feel like we did the way better, but maybe I've just in my memory. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, don't, I actually don't even keep score. That's not what's important. What's important, yeah, you're Luke. right, is the friends we made along the way. And learning you did ballet for 10 years yeah. and then decided to stop because you're like, you know what, I've achieved all I want to achieve. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want to take it to the next level, John? No. No, it's time for me to move on. Huh? Come on, just one more dance. I told you I'm out. I'm never doing I have this. Other, I have other gifts to give. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got a podcast to make. Well, thank you. No worries, mate. Thanks. A real treat having you both on. My goodness. Awesome. But I genuinely do need to go and give Deirdre her seizure medication. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of The Saturday Quiz. Thanks to my guests this week for coming back on the show, Celia Pacola and Luke McGregor. You can catch the final season of their hit show, Rosehaven, on ABC on Wednesday nights or watch it on iView. Thank you to Cindy McDonald for writing the questions and if your appetite for quizzes hasn't been sated with this podcast, you can find a new edition of Testing Times on the Saturday Paper website. That's 100 questions written by Cindy which you can do anytime you like. There's also four previous volumes to get into. It's the perfect lockdown diversion. Thanks yet again to all of you who support this show financially. There's a link in the show description if you'd like to help out. And remember, you can subscribe, rate and review as well. My name's John Leary and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. <laughs>